0: Welcome to Brown Bag Religion, the MF Caser podcast. So, welcome everyone um, to this very last MF Caser lunch uh, of the autumn semester, 2021. So, as you can tell, we're all digital today uh, due to the new COVID restrictions and uh, it's kind of sad because Esther and I had great plans for you. We were actually planning on first it was like a Christmas cookie competition and then it turns out to just like let's serve Christmas cookies and then there are no Christmas cookies. I'm very sorry about that, but we'll do it again next Christmas, I promise. So, the good news is that we have uh, Sturla Stolset with us today, and his lunch talk is more relevant than, than we would like it to be. It's called Immunitas Paradoxes in Post Pandemic Political Theology. Just remove the post, and it becomes extremely relevant here. So, you know the drill, right? So, it's 13 minutes of talk, and then today, 10 minutes of discussion. And uh, if you have questions, you use the chat function, and Asta will share your question with everyone. So, Sturla, welcome, and the floor is yours.
1: Thank you so much. It's great to have this opportunity to to share some some uh, work in progress in the midst of of this. Situation again, and uh, uh, just on a practical note of that situation, I just one hour ago got the got the message that I had to be at the test station, uh, and I have to leave this meeting five minutes to twelve, and then leaving. It, but we'll just round up the season, I think, for for this. But it's that's part of the context. But I was, I'm happy to be able to at least share the minutes that we have, and um, and what I'm doing is is of course. Uh, uh, or I, I, I very much uh, would like to share really a work in progress uh, and it is uh, a book that I've been working on for some years but more intensively now uh, the last semester. Uh, it is a book on, um, on political theology of vulnerability uh, and its um, title would be Precious and Precarious uh, and it will be published hopefully in a new series that is uh, that is out now on um, on Brill a series on uh, political and public theologies and the first volume on that is it's just out just the promotion for the spirit of populism uh, political theologies in polarized times edited by Ulrich Schmiedl and Joshua Ralston uh, and and while I'm at it, uh, that looks very much uh, similar to this book in uh, Norwegian, uh, or at least on the same topic, Populisme og Kristendom, that uh, Christine Graf, Kalvog, Svend Tore Kloster and myself have edited. And it's also right fresh from the press uh, on, on populism and Christianity. Uh, now, the book that I'm working on is on political theology and um, uh, just briefly my uh, concept of political theology in this sense is of course you may know that at least two approaches to political theology are very common today the one is uh, more in the a framework of political philosophy uh, and goes back to not least carl schmidt and his famous essay from 1922 on on political theology in which he famously uh claims that uh political concepts uh, most often uh, are secularized theological concepts uh, and that points to the interrelationship between uh, the relevance of theology or the relevance uh, of politics to theology and theology to politics, but his interest and the discussion following Paul Karlschmidt is very much on the. Uh, political theory uh, uh, part of it, whereas there is a second take on political theology, uh, rather emerging from post-Second uh, World War, post-Holocaust thinking um, famous names such as uh, Johann Baptist Metz on the Catholic side, Jürgen Moltmann on the Protestant side, Dorothee Sölle, and then from then on also different kinds of political theologies, contextual theologies, feminist theology and liberation theology in latin america and africa black theology etc which is the take on political theology that most interests me in this book but at the same time uh, kajschmidt's reflections and approach to to political theology are also important and relevant to the reflection on theology um now uh, the just Briefly, the main argument that I'm trying to make in that book is that I've been working on the topic of vulnerability since the 90s. uh, And um, uh, I am very much working along many other uh, in different disciplines uh, towards a renewal or a reconceptualization Perhaps even a revolution, revolutionizing of the concept of vulnerability, in order to overcome the conventional and erroneous concept of vulnerability as purely something uh, negative, a weakness, a fault, something that we have to get rid of, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. My main claim in this book is that, uh, in terms of the crisis that we experience in political, in both the concept and practice of political agency and in political community, can partly be seen as due to such an erroneous interpretation and practicing of vulnerability in politics, in other words, there is a need for a reconceptualization of vulnerability in practical politics in order for political community, the crisis that we experience in political community and in political agency may be overcome or mitigated in, to some extent. Uh, in, in that uh, search for a quest for a different understanding of vulnerability, which is to some extent counterintuitive, what resources do we have? And that's where I point to possible, possible religious resources, and particularly Christian theological resources in order to put forward and mobilize and inspire a different understanding of vulnerability that can guide uh, towards uh, a more adequate, political action in confronting contemporary crisis. That's the main argument that I'm trying to make in that book. Uh, in, this, in the development of that argument, I have come across uh, uh, a very interesting Italian philosopher, Roberto Esposito, who teaches at the uh, Superiore in Pisa. Uh, he, very much writes in the tradition of Italian philosophy way back to the Roman uh, 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 tradition and through Machiavelli and, and is a contemporary uh, uh, in dialogue with and discussion with uh, Agamben and uh, Hart and Negri and other Italian philosophers. Particularly, he's coming from the tradition as you can hear from political philosophy uh, so his approach to to political theology would be through Carl Schmidt's kind of reasoning. Uh, and all of these thinkers are very much influenced by Michel Foucault's turn to biopolitics uh, in 1976, 1977. As you may know, uh, Michel Foucault is putting forward a, a, a pointing to a different or a new step in the use of power in governmentality uh, which is is uh, he calls biopower which is not anymore uh, the, the kind of of um, governmentality that is primarily uh, addressing political subjects but is ever more an a governmentality of bodies human bodies of biology uh, and um, in that, that the turn to biopower and biopolitics has been very much discussed as you may know in political philosophy, but with a huge relevance to political theology. So what does Esposito bring to the table? He starts with, uh, he writes a, a trilogy uh, early in the 19, uh, from 1998 to 2004, which with, uh, he starts with communitas, and then follow-ups with Immunitas, and then the third volume is Bias. Uh, And what does he argue? He argues that uh, following or entering into the discussion about what constitutes community. Of course, the the crisis, uh, the, the last decades on the concept and reality of community on all the failed communisms and the disastrous individualisms, uh, uh the identity politics the communitarianisms the isolations of communities or the competitions among com- communities led to a uh, a sharp debate on what really constitutes community and what esposito does is to go back etymologically to ask what is the what is it that the community holds in common what is the common the community, what is the munus of the community. And he discovers that the munus uh, means not property, it's not community that people bring to the table what they have, their properties, and then all of our properties become our common properties. So that we circle in our properties and we have them together and we close ourselves as a community uh, around our properties. And that creates an outside of community and an inside of community. That's not the original meaning of the munus of community says um, uh, Esposito, rather munus is an obligation, a debt. Avoid an openness towards otherness, also by what is from the circle and and turning outward, and this uh, this different conceptualization of community that he brings to the table uh, is is also contrasted by uh, the concept of immunity, because immunity is then that which is freed from, liberated from, the obligation, the debt towards the otherness, towards the openness, towards outside of the circles, to put it that way. And of course, what Esposito does already in 2008 two is to point towards the saying that immunity and immunization is the order of the day across disciplines from the legal studies, diplomatic immunity, legal immunity, towards internet connections and, and, and computerizing the immunity of the, uh, the virus, antivirus programs. Uh, the uh, migration policy is also um, uh, sort of uh, has has part of this this rhetoric of being uh, immune against the the, the the dangerous contagion of the migrants, etc., and of course also the pandemic side of it. Now, uh, since the coronavirus pandemic, of course, this thinking has become even more relevant, and it has become more challenged because what what esposito does is to say that. Uh, immunitary logics have taken over much politics so that it becomes exaggerated. The world is is full of autoimmune diseases that the protection against what we we fear are actually becoming more dangerous than the threats that they uh, are fearing. Uh, And that's uh, from from, uh, migration politics to uh, other kinds of politics. He points to the the sort of brutality of the defense mechanisms in order to remain immune. Uh, And now uh, I ask, because what he's saying is not that community and immunity are totally opposites. Immunity is important for the human body and it's important for community, but there is a, a limit to uh, the... Uh, there is a balance to be, to, to, to be struck in this because um, how to... Immunitary systems and logics are always Um, uh, a a, a, a break or a limitation, even a negation of the life that it is is protecting. So even vaccination uh, is the general way or the normal way of of putting uh, or or the working way of vaccination is to put part of the uh, threatening substance into the body so that the body is able to get to know it and defend itself better against it but but this balance of also opening up for that which may be threatening in order to balance it and to confront it adequately he makes that a metaphor for society there is a need for an openness for otherness in society in order to for society to defend itself now what if we My question is, isn't this immunity at the midst of the core of community, could we say, I ask, that this is vulnerability, that actually what is constitutive of political community is a revised understanding, awareness of the role of vulnerability. This is the openness towards otherness that we need. Uh, and this is something that we cannot escape without turning in ourselves and our societies into autoimmunitary responses that are actually taking down what we need to uh, to preserve and to protect and to um, uh, to make live. Of course, all the uh, the twenty years since the first invasion in Afghanistan would be uh, a, a very clear example of how the protective measures are actually making more damage than, than, than protection. So I will end on this, uh, this open question. In what way can the dynamics or the dialectics and to some extent also the comprehensiveness or uh, interrelationship between immunity and community, Relate to vulnerability as constitutive of political community to which political theology could contribute. Thank you.